Hello. Hello. Industry. Industry. Hi everybody and welcome back to Industry Tactics. I'm your loyal host, Friendly Rich, and thank you for joining me again, yet again on this adventure where we're learning more about interesting musicians uh, in Canada and abroad. And today on the podcast, the mogul, the man himself, Kenny Bridges from Monine. This is a great chat we had. Um, I didn't realize how kind of um, reminiscent a personality Kennedy, Ken- Kennedy, Sandy Kennedy is. Um but we get into it. We talk about our hometown in Brampton, Ontario. We talk about how to start a scene, you know, um, that Brampton scene and coming up. Um, we even take a call from his father. I'm also happy to say that I just got vaccinated and so did Kenny. So uh, not only is his father Wade vaccinated or on his way to being fully vaccinated, but so are we. We got our number one shots this week so uh progress and make sure you go out there and do the same gentle listeners so we can get back to making more live music instead of releasing live recordings from the past but if you do in the meantime want to hear a great live recording go to friendlyrich.com and check out my uh live at the cameron house featuring the lollipop people that's on all streaming platforms and um, getting some great feedback on that recording. So thanks for, uh, for chiming in if you are digging it. Really appreciate that. And your listenership, you know. Uh, good, bad, and all. I've had some really interesting uh, feedback as of late. So find me however you need to. I'm on Instagram at FriendlyRich. I'm uh, at FriendlyRich.com. You can send me an email if you like. Info at FriendlyRich.com. And, um, yeah, some really great guests coming up, but let's get into it with this great guest. Episode 113, I believe. This is Kenny. He swims in some very interesting musical circles, you know. Apart from leading his own musical universe in Monin, he also has worked with the likes of Alexis on Fire... Uh, Billy Talon and the Sheepdogs. It's genuine. This guy just loves music. He breathes it, you know, on and off the stage, and he's such a sweet soul. Get into it. This is episode 113 with the one and only Sandy Kennedy. I'm just kidding. It's Kenny Bridges. Here we are, 
We're live. Hello. Welcome to Industry Tactics. Hello. Hi, Friendly Rich. How are you? How's your timing on these kind of things? Are we going to... I'm Italian, so my timing is shite. Timing, do you mean are we going to... Uh, Cut each other off? Oh, probably. Definitely the entire time. Or, Don't or take- you'll just realize, wow, this Kenny guy really rambles and uh, just let me go for a while and then interject every so often. Okay. I'm just kidding. Let's start out. I'm not going to steal your Let's- steal your whole thing. You should. Let's start out. It's 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 Kenny time. Welcome to the podcast. I I don't know why it took us so long, but I you know here we, here we are. Here we Let's are. not ask questions. No, 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 no. The universe. Everything happens for a reason. Here we are. This was exactly yeah. when we were supposed to be talking. Oh man, you've been on my mind. I've been um, just you know. How have you been? Are you okay? Yeah. You know what? Yes, uh, I am good. That's the answer I like to give. Uh, yeah. But uh, mostly I am. I'm great, actually. I'm on a, like a real great, like, uh, like I'm going up and up and up. Like so many re- really great things are happening these days. But the, um, the, the pandemic, the vid, the vid as I call it, yeah. the vid wasn't so cool. It's, no. It's still not cool it's, at all. It's not even close to cool. But uh, I, no. I have gotten to a point where I'm like, I get it. It's fine. It is what it is. Uh, nice one. And I, nice and one. I figured out how to like take. Kenny Bridges' life, which was felt really kind of dismantled quite a bit from this whole thing, just like I imagine. That's why I asked. Yeah, 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 man. Like I just, you know, but it's but it's nothing. You know, there's no like, uh, you know, if I was a stand-up comedian, I wouldn't be doing a. It wouldn't be full of all dark jokes. Let's just say that. So it's uh, I've been finding the light okay. of the tunnel. My parents, uh, my dad actually yep. rate. Uh, he's going to be leaving pretty soon. He's getting vaxxed up pretty soon right now today. My mom's tomorrow. my dad's Monday, man. It's so yes. exciting. So exciting. It, it's yeah. so exciting. It's really like that in the warm weather has like, yeah, really made a pretty happy Kenny these days. You know, we're Italian and I haven't been able to give my dad or mom like a big wet kiss on both cheeks for like too long. Right. Isn't it the worst? So <laughs> yeah, it is. It's bad. It's bad news. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Okay. We'll start with a nice lob of, of a question. Yeah. Are you piss shy when you're on the road? You get piss shy? Mm, no, not at all. No. Okay, good. No, I, good. I shared a van for a long time with a, a very, very piss shy person. Uh, Let, uh, should we? <laughs> we're not, we're not going to. No, no, no. It's, I'm throwing it's fine. friends under the bus immediately. No, no. Hippie. Hippie from Monin is. Uh, okay. We, we share that. Hippie and I share that. Yeah. And I hate fucking touring for many reasons, but. <laughs> but being piss shy doesn't help. No. But anyway, you you come clean with the band. You just say, "Look, I'm piss shy." Yeah. No. Yeah. If it's if it's something that really matters like that, then you got to be upfront with it. You know yeah. what? Hi- Hippie had to go, so he always went real far away from wherever we're peeing on the side of the road stops. You know, yeah. he just wanted his privacy, and that's that's great. And uh, what is yeah, nice. What is playing under the screen? Hold on, I'm gonna well, make I don't know. Large screen because there's something. There's some ad doing something weird. Okay, no, no, no. You look good. You look clean on my screen. Let me, <laughs> let me make. I'm gonna make it full. Yeah, I'm full, full. and I'm, I'm gonna full. take you on a journey. I promised I'd take you on a journey here. Yeah, so, please. can we start though? But thank you for that. That was that was exciting. Just getting a little window in. Yeah, and, and we already learned a little bit about hippie uh, and what I have in common with hippie. But uh, can you walk us back to like your your kind of first memories of like falling in love with music and, and, and that time in your life start there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go way back. You want to go way back? That's it. Okay. We're going to go way back to a very early, early memory. And that is, uh, 
one of like the moments that really hit me that I realized like I gotta play I gotta play music I really gotta play music was when Green Day played the David Letterman show and it was uh, oh one of the first times they were on it and they played Basket Case and I remember uh-huh. Billy Joe is palm muting the guitar and I remember the guitar was so new to me and like you know loud punk rock music I was just getting into it just figuring it out but I didn't know what palm muting was. So to me, my little Kenny brain was was just mine was blown. And I was like, I don't even know how you make your guitar sound like that. Look at this. It's great. And I was already into like uh, um, like Ramones and Sex Pistols and New York Dolls. And like you were playing, Ash. you were playing. Our, yeah, OK. So I was, okay, I was already playing into that then. kind of stuff. But then now. Like, OK. Uh, and then that's why Green Day made sense to me, because I was like, wow, punk rock, but it's new punk rock. Like, yeah. So from there, I went a little musical journey and it was always very early on attached to um, energy, the energy of the music. You know, I really, really, really appreciated bodies mm-hmm. flying around and fast drums and stuff like that. So yeah, for me early on, it was basically how as a young guy learning guitar, can I torture my parents to the maximum level? And that was me as a as in high school i didn't go to parties or anything because i just want to play guitar uh-huh. and and and, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and create things and i remember every friday and saturday when i'd be home and everyone would be starting the party i was like i'm gonna take this screwdriver and jab it into my pickups and take Suck batteries it, and hook it up and just make weird crazy sounds that's what i was doing on friday nights but to me that was you know what i hear but you know what i hear about you like a theme with you is batteries yeah. like you you there was a period in your life where all, all the stories coming out of your world were like th- i mean greta thunberg aside because this is it was a different time right right, right. Throwing batteries into a fire jabbing screwdrivers into into pickups like yeah. you've got this there's destructive a, element there is a there's a destructive element to kenny bridges and as i get older yeah. i realize that you can um actually uh get charged for things now so you can't uh, right just be as destructive as i once used to be but uh i think there's yeah. a lot of beauty and destruction yeah yeah nice I, I'm, I'm liking this yeah, well, so i'm liking this what's going but older kenny and- he's nervous about what he just said right there i was like well is there what kind of destruction are you talking about like <laughs> <laughs> but i was always and, doing and, weird weird stuff always like uh you know and that's the kind of guy that you were in high school is like 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 experimenting with 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 sound and yeah. and um and that curiosity who were some of your early teachers in in music um you know what to be honest i was a little weird when it came to to music and and learning is i was get into I, it i was pretty stubborn yeah. and i uh I, I felt early on, like I wasn't interested in taking guitar lessons or, um, yeah. or, and I never took any piano lessons or anything like that. So everything has okay. been, for the most part, self-taught. But uh, Love it. Uh, Love it. But I just, what I didn't like about the studying music and when I started to get into that um, yep. was, to me, it transferred over in my brain as um, I wanted to eliminate as much influence as I could as far as... Uh, um, sounding like other people, you know, okay. I had specific bands that I was influenced by and they really kind of like cemented in where I was going. But as far as mm-hmm. like studying music to me, just seemed like, you know what, I'd like to figure it out on my own. I'd like my fingers and my brain to work together to sort of create mm-hmm. my own thing. And, and as I got older, I realized that's not actually, that's, it's not a very cool, <laughs> cool way to go about it because you can learn so much. And when I started to actually learn a little bit of theory, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is when I realized, wow, there's a lot, there's untapped knowledge here for me that I've never 
looked into and I was kind of boxing yeah. myself in by just being self-taught to a certain point, you know? And yeah, totally, totally. But I, I mean, I, I, I ask everybody I have on this podcast that question and I've learned through asking it and really, really, really honoring the path that we all have. And I love yours because I see your evolution over the years. I mean, I've been just paying attention, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I love it because I think a lot of it is like, is that exploration? Like you got to, you, you are who you are. Uh, this is going to sound really dumb, but just through the fucking journey you've taken, like, <laughs> no, like we all are, we all are that obviously, yeah, but yeah. And it's not a, it's not a, a formal path or, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, no. But you, you have gotten the, you have gotten the education that you need and, and you have used it and, and yeah. And, it's and true. you know, and become who you are through it. Like it's, there's no other way of putting it. I was never going to be uh, like a session musician. We are never going to be a band that um, we're going to be writing pop songs for other people in a form, yeah. you know, in a oh. sort of formula and, you know, just knowing Interesting. you can pick these, like we were never going to be that. So to us uh, in Monin, speaking of yeah. that specifically, yeah. we wanted to make sure that we were doing almost everything, even business-wise, different. We didn't want to be doing anything oh. the same. Mind you, we, it's not like we are creating a new type of music, but we were, we are creating our own thing. And I, and I, yeah, man. And I yeah. can say, I've never heard another band that sound exactly like us because we ripped off enough different bands that people can't really figure out who we're ripping off. <laughs> Industry tactics. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. You go. Don't let people know who you're ripping off, but just make sure to rip off lots of people. Take the little bits you Good. want. Let's get into it. Let's let's throw to one uh, a, a tune of your choice from Monin's catalog. What do you want to hear? Okay. Well, you know what? I think a. Uh, I'd like to play "Don't Ever Tell Locke What He Can't Do" off the Red Tree record. It's the first song off that record, and I think it's a it's a great introduction. Beautiful. Here it comes now, and a nod to Lost. You gotta love yeah, that. Yeah, dude. I just rewatched it. Me and my girlfriend just fucking watched the whole thing. It's freaking great. The pandemic. Yeah. The <laughs> pandemic. <laughs>
so that was that was don't ever tell Locke what he can and cannot do. Did I get it right? No, but I don't even know the names. I just call it Locke. Our son- don't that, that's it lock lock honoring lock yeah yeah good old lock that's badass yeah um who produced that record the red tree so it was a it was a guy named brian mcturnan who okay. lives in baltimore and yeah. he's done a lot of um a lot of really really great important records within our sort of scene of music um yeah yeah he's worked with this band cave he did this record called the jupiter which is was a huge record for us he worked with Circus Survive, Hot Water Music. There's tons. He's worked with so many bands. Wow. Yeah, there's this wow. one record he did by a band called um, uh, Hot Rod Circuit. And mm-hmm. it, I always loved that record. Um, but it's funny that I just ran into them again in the last few years um, mm-hmm. in another band that I started playing with. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, saw them. Hey, what's going on, guys? They, they sound great. It was great to hear them play. And I put the record on it. And it's one of those records that really captured a, a time for, for that band. And I, okay. and I really like appreciate listening to it again. And I think the thing is when I, I don't listen to Monine, I don't put it on very often, but occasionally <laughs> I do, I'll go down memory yeah. lane and I'll, yeah, man. and I think that red tree record, I think he did the same for us. I think Brian McTurner really captured a time in space. Uh, How in nice to hear. I just really, uh, the reason I ask is I admire the production on really all of your output with Monine. I just think it's so well thought and, um, and the point you made earlier, it's so unique sounding. It's so, you know, we tried, we put a lot of, honestly, we put a lot of effort into, it comes across. I'm sure I drove producers crazy. You're that kind of artist. Yeah. I was like really focused, but really, uh, stubborn at times too. Like I really had a vision um, yeah, and yep. made sure I was going to see it through no matter what. And I'm and I look that back, comes across. I look back though, and I'm just like, yeah, oh yeah. man, I must have been a nightmare at times, like right. with some of these right. ideas. Do you do you know there's we are doing a recording with, with Gerg actually at his uh at the old which section was he in there? Maybe the G section? No, uh, oh boy, no, no, the no. D, 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 D section, D, D section, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we are doing a recording with him. I think it was on the Switcheroo, the Alexis Monine split so we um we play that on gentle listeners go back and listen to the gerg episode we play that very tune that you're referring to here so yes go ahead go ahead this is exciting yeah yeah very cool that's that's, i would say is one of my favorite recording experiences out of all the recordings we've ever done because it was well one you're not only with your best friends from your band but then you're also with your best friend who's recording your band Oh, uh, come on, so bring it. It was the most just free uh, experience where there was no bad idea. We were trying everything you could imagine. And I think we, we, we could all come away from that recording, all being like, like not just proud of it, but really personally proud. Because even uh, Eric himself built like a four-part harmony kind of choir part. And that was his little oh, wow. baby, the song, where wow. me and Hippie were on this like weird, crazy sonic uh, mm-hmm. destruction mission and there was a moment where we Gerg started setting up mics for us to me and Hippie to get in a bathtub filled with water splash splashing around and playing I don't know what uh, with I don't even know if any music instruments were involved in this song. I think we we're just going to splash Jesus in a Christ. bathtub to record it for ambient noise and at that point I think that's when Gerg was like okay guys I know we're trying to yeah <laughs> it's getting a little dangerous guys What's the tone? What's the tone going to be here, guys? All right. Uh, well, uh, a nod to Gerg. Let, let's 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 take a moment to to just 
you, you talked about that, like the, your relationship with the band, your best friend, yeah. and then and then Gerg. Like, how special is that? The more you age with your music, like looking back on these kind of relationships that that span decades now. Right? Oh, th- that's those are the things for 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 me. Those are the things you hold on to after this many years. You know, there's a lot of stuff. We've been on a lot of tours. We've done a lot of amazing things as a band. I feel incredibly lucky, but it's the relationships and it's the, that those kind of like human connections that are things that I, I still think about every, every day, pretty much just, you know, you're beautiful, nostalgic, you're beautiful. great Thank memories, you. you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I'm really, I, I, I love, I love this, Kenny. I, this is the conversation I wanted to have, but um, <laughs> I thought we were just going to talk about Battlestar Galactica the whole time fucking hell yeah <laughs> you we, almost we could do that. going we on do lost there you did you did no no no. i know i know i'm gonna rein you in but but um yeah so how did you meet how did you meet your band how did you meet your bandmates i know like i know that over the years the band has morphed you know but but like a, a little bit, band, but, but yeah the, you know the, it's yeah so how did you meet those guys well hippie and i have been best friends since we were since we were little he lived across the street from me so oh, cool. uh, we had a falling out for a little while, um, uh, like any kids do. But then uh, we found our way back. And uh, actually, funny enough, we, we started we started jamming together because he had his own band, Novocaine, and I had my own band, Perfectly Normal. Right. So right. we would play some of the same shows. And, then, and that's kind of how we, we became friends again. And I got to a oh, point shit. where I was like, I need another guitar player. I, I got all these two guitar part ideas. And... So we asked him to come jam with us. This is this is when it was still the old band, perfectly normal. But those mm-hmm. songs we were working on uh, turned into the first Monine song. So it was all we were already on the path. The journey was happening. Wow. So I remember I asked Hippie to actually officially join the band, and I was very nervous about it. I felt like I was mm-hmm. asking him out, like a, you know, like you'd ask out, like a, you know, yeah. romantically. Uh, I was so right. nervous, but it was at a Radiohead show at the OK Computer Tour at um, Maple Leaf fuck? Gardens. So we just were watching Radiohead as one of the best shows you could ever see. You've, you've like, seen probably in your life. Time. Yeah. Now's the time. Uh, Chris, would you? You pop the question at the gardens. Oh, at the gardens, up playing? in the stands, up in the snack area. What a scene. Oh, yeah. And he, uh, what a scene you're painting here. He said, um, he said no, actually. He said, uh, I'm trying to enjoy the show. Getty, yeah. I, I haven't been coming to jam because I don't like your band. Uh, oh, my no, God. No. He said yes. We probably hugged for an extremely long yeah. amount of time. Wow. Uh, the rest is, this the rest is special there, but uh, yeah, the Peter yeah. story is pretty funny. I, I and I'll, I'll keep it short, but um, we were getting to a point where Hippie and I really realized we can't find we couldn't find a drummer. We couldn't find a drummer mm-hmm. that was, mm-hmm. and then we were like, we were getting pretty sad about it. So sad that we would drive out of Brampton to um, the four hundred and seven down over there we go yeah over that weird spaceship um movie theater you know that cineplex mm-hmm. audio on there looks like a spaceship mm-hmm. anyways we we would leave brampton because we were so sad about not being able to find drummer and go see a movie in another <laughs> weird town so um but then Fucking dark uh working at musicplex <laughs> with, with gerg uh here we go yeah. i didn't realize you worked at musicplex i should have known that oh, yes yeah, there's like we could do a whole podcast here we go about that, but, but we will we yeah. will yeah <laughs> so anyway so a guy walks in looking for a bass guitar and he's wearing a shirt, and on his shirt says Shopmaker, which is a really great hardcore band that is very pretty okay. obscure. So to see okay. someone walking into Musicplex with a Shopmaker shirt, well, I'm just like, okay, we're, we got to talk. So he's Whoa. looking for a bass guitar. And then as we are talking and, you know, just sort of chit-chatting while he's playing this bass guitar, it turns out he's actually a drummer. And mm-hmm. I told him, hey, well, 
you know, we liked all the same bands. So I was like, Hey, we're looking for a drummer. Would you be interested in jamming? And I gave him like a demo, like a little demo CD. I wish it was a demo tape. The story would be way better if it was a demo tape, but it was a demo CD. Yeah. Uh, yeah. CDR. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then two raw. days from that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. That's fine. And then two days after that, he came and jammed and it was, it was still to this day, one of the best, uh musical experiences i've ever had because he i love this i love these i love these stories and like from a shirt like it's it's, i don't know man does shit happen this way well that that like it's you know it's such a wormhole of an of a life you've had with these these characters and it's like a lot of characters he might have not walked into you know what i mean yeah no it would that's what i'm saying you know i may maybe sound like a bit of a bit of a hippie yeah like the universe but like yeah. I, I, I believe in it. I believe in that. I think there's yeah. a journey that we're on and uh, yeah, brother, we have a choice, great. but at the same time, like I close my eyes and just hope for the best. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's, I like your outlook. I like your, uh... yeah. Right. So, and, and so the, the band forms and, and you know what I, when I think of Monine and, and our intersections, I just think of like the, the importance of places like that church, oh, no. the Howden what is it? Howden Vaden? Sorry, Are you good? On. Are you? My dad is calling me. Take it. Take it. Take no, it. We'll, we'll keep I am recording. Not taking it. <laughs> what? I always like it when parents call and we get that in the in the. Uh, you you should have taken I should have, but it came up on my computer, so I don't know what was going to happen. It was. All right. I don't okay. even know why my computer is trying to answer a phone call. It's, it's, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. Sorry um, to no, I just think of the church. I think of the scene that came up. I think of early days in Brampton and like, Oh yeah. Wh- the early what was all that like for you from your perspective? Well, <laughs> see, that's the funny thing is like, I still currently for the, for less than a week, I still live in Brampton. Um, uh-huh. uh, I'm, I'm moving okay. I'm, for the first time. Uh, well, not first time, but the, I'm moving anyways. So okay. but Brampton is not the same as, as the Brampton we all knew. And at one point, a lot of yeah. people would be surprised to hear this, but Brampton had a really, really good music scene. Uh, yeah. And at the early days of that were, uh, uh, you know, one of my best friends, Nick Farah, you know, he's mm-hmm. at the center of a really important time of music for, for Brampton. Now, um, yeah. I'm lucky enough because of my age that I kind of transcended through a couple different scenes in, in Brampton. Okay. So I remember being a kid going to shows and being excited to see, just go to watch bands. And then I was lucky enough to be a part of a scene that was playing for people. Like I was the band now playing for these mm-hmm. excited people that are there at these shows. Um, and the thing that like we brought with us when we started touring uh, from Brampton was just, if you're at a show, just have the mm-hmm. best time you can. Don't take anything too serious and just have the best mm-hmm. time. And I remember on our very first tour, uh, mm-hmm. we'd, be the, we'd be the touring band <laughs> Yeah, but we'd be up front watching every band play that night because to us we're like that's what you do at shows you support that's cool support each other and yeah. So Brampton was was really good for that. It was a lot of friends supporting each other, and we got to a point where like Nick was bringing in some like really serious bands and and a lot of bands mm-hmm. that I have important friendships to the like to this day are from friendships I formed at those shows from some of those touring bands. Nick, wow. Nick, I bet. Yeah, Nick was a huge part. He, I, and like, um, so so the next question is like, how important are people like Nick? Nick Nick to me seems like a like a, all I know of him. He just seems like a he is a catalyst for building a scene unto himself. Eh? Well, like he's a, he's one of the most unique people you could you could ever meet, Nick Farah. 
And then, but here's yeah. the thing. He tag teamed to the next per- person, which was Adam Nimmo, which is also there you go. in his own way. And he helped build that scene up um, nice. to a whole different way. So, I mean, and every, every town has one of those people, you know? You know what I like? That that's you're touching on it. You you named two and really important people, Adam and Nick, and it's like, yeah, every oh, town yeah. has them. I, I wasn't sure how you were going to answer that question. Like, how do you, I mean the, the industry tactics? How, how the fuck do you create a scene? Do you know what? And it, your your short answer is people. Yeah, it's like, just true. It's just someone that's really stoked and vision. Wants other people to see. I want people to see these bands because I think they're so good. That's the reason yeah. those people book shows in and, halls churches wherever they could find yeah. just because it's whatever yeah. you can do you know yeah there wasn't there wasn't money there wasn't the the, the city of brampton wasn't behind it no. in terms of we, arts you know and culture what? funding we, yeah we tried and i don't know I, I i'm interested actually i don't know um you probably tapped more into that into direct city contact right. but anytime i've had any experience where, where we tried and not knocking yeah brampton yeah. and no, no, city no. council arts or whatever but uh right uh it never went that great it, to be honest, yeah. it was when we were yeah. doing it ourselves and Nick and, and Adam were involved. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was always, yeah, never right. had a problem at all. It was like, uh, yeah, it's charming. It's charming. That's a, that, that is how it should be. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. necessarily, I'm not a strong believer in like, it needs to be government funded. I just think you guys created this beautiful thing out of like nothing, just like goodwill. Just because you, right? you wanted to, that's what we believed in. That's what you, you want to do. And, and you know what? I've been lucky enough that I've met a lot of those Adam Nimmo's and Nick Ferris in different cities around the world a. essentially like there you know there's like there's those people everywhere and that's the reason and you know what maybe it's a little more honed in on a uh, uh punk rock yeah. for the diy doing shows yeah. but it's it's in yeah. everything like that right you know it's just right. a human way right. it's just if you want to you get stoked on something just go for it you know yeah man and you were around this like you know this uh circle of just like really interesting artists coming up at the time and yeah fr- you know what i like is is like the friendship among that style of music or like like to, you're you're not stepping on each other's toes you're actually sharing like like what you said with alexis on fire like you're sharing records with them. yeah like yeah, it's, yeah that's how it should be oh like, it's it's the best that kind of stuff so much fun you know what like i i think like uh like especially that alexis thing that alexis thing that was happening at like a pretty rad time for both of our bands. Like uh, they, they were having like some like real, real cool shit was happening for them. Uh, for us, we had just, uh, I think that's right around the time that we started working with Vagrant Records in the States. So there was some pretty okay. cool stuff happening for us too. But it was like, we all decided let's, let's just take time out and do this thing. That's just going to be super fun that we're kind of just doing for ourselves. We ended up getting a, a, like a video fact grant and did a video for it too, which was actually a pretty, right a pretty wild, uh, video it was like shot one shot, but from two different angles. So you'd see the other, the, the Alexis guys doing things from their shot in the back while we we're doing our. Oh, neat! It's like a pre- neat. it was a pretty cool concept, and we were laughing that day, and we we're doing it. We we're like, this is the most expensive inside joke because that's so it's like it's like meta. It's like from from their end and your end. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a cool. It's really that. it's a cool video. It's a real cool concept. Um, what's the name of the tune? Let's play it now. Uh well. We from did, switcheroo from switcheroo we did uh accidents are on purpose is what it's called well good 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 brain uh accidents are on purpose and this is this features gerg yelling at you to get the fuck out of his bathtub. yeah yeah, yeah. at some point during this okay. recording he was screaming us to uh, at us to get out of his kid's bathtub
Accidents are on purpose. Um, your split recording with with Alexis on Fire and Monine—that's amazing. Yeah, great memories. Um, nice to hear, man. It's it's really nice to hear you looking back on what you've done. I want to look a little forward now and just like you know, look from my perspective of watching you in your career. It's been interesting because it's like, I mean, we all have lives, and 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 I know the juggle of like family life and all of that yeah, comes yeah. in, right? It's like. I, my my question for you is a weird one, and I want to I want to ask it the right way, but I do want to like ask. I just like there was a. It seems like th- did you stop ever? Did you ever stop doing Monine? Like I don't know what, what what did you what you did publicly there? Was it was there? Yeah, it just seemed like it's a weird. One. Yeah, I, that's I a weird one because like uh, basically in, in 2010, I got to a point where I was I was pretty done. I just decided internally, emotionally, uh, physically, it was just. Uh, I was done. I was done with the band. I had just had a kid. Oh. I had my first kid, Jacob. And yeah. uh, we yeah. went off and did a, a, a tour that I can't say was the best tour we've ever done uh, in Europe. Yeah. And um, mm. I just said, I remember sitting in that front seat and for the first time, because um, I'm a real people pleaser, I really, uh, I weigh my yeah. decisions on how it might affect other people around me uh, for good or, yeah. or bad. It's who knows. Right. Um, that was one time at that point in life that I was like, you know what? I need to do, I need to listen to what myself is, is really okay. desiring right now. Yeah. 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 Anyways, yeah. I, I tried really hard to break up the band because I'm a bit of a, I like, I like to see yeah. things finish. I like to see. You're sticking a, you're sticking a screwdriver into the. Yeah. Into yeah. The exactly. Pickups. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, um, hippie understood Eric, uh, um, everyone understood but eric uh 
it was harder for him. He did not want it okay. to go. And, and Hippie didn't either. It's like, this is this was our sure. whole lives up to that point. Sure. Um, but to me, my heart wasn't in it. Uh, I knew yeah. I was I was uh, not enjoying it at all anymore. Uh, what what were what were some of those? If you might, what were some of those reasons that that you you feel it, it wasn't you know doing what? it for you? Or just because we we had so um, we split we split uh, paths with Peter. So okay. Um, oh, here we go again. Clive Bridges again. Take it. Take it. Hello? Hello, Mr. B. Oh, hey, Dad. I'm just returning your call. Oh, hey, uh, I'm just doing a podcast with a guy named Friendly Rich, and currently he has no pants on, so it's awkward enough. Hey, so okay. uh, so I probably have to go. Alrighty. <laughs> hey, are you are you going to get vaxxed up though? Yeah. Yeah. My dad's getting what vaxxed a moment. up. He's leaving to get vaxxed up right now. What a moment. Uh, Oh, he's not right now, he says. Sorry. Within oh. an hour. Right? Well, it's about an hour away. <laughs> Holy shit, that's amazing. It's, yeah. Well, are you excited, Dad? Uh, apprehensive. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, it's like going to It's. I know. No one likes, well, actually, Sarah, yeah. my girlfriend, really likes needles. But, um, okay, Dad, well, good luck getting your, getting your needle. All righty. And uh, love you, and I'll talk to you after, okay? Okay, now. All right, bye-bye. Fucking a! That's beautiful. That wasn't one of beautiful those calls that he usually gives me, telling me like uh, right. how much he dislikes yeah. me and um, right, you know. right. No, that was charming. Yeah. And Clive, great name. Clive, yeah, great guy. Um, awesome. Mechanical engineer, really great guy. Awesome. A little apprehensive about needles. We didn't talk yet about your parents, but I'd like to. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, how, were skip, they supportive? You said let's skip over this Monine stuff. Let's go straight. Well, in a minute, we'll get back to it. But you did say that you, your dad, I think, just interjected. The universe is leading this. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, I like you did say that you were out to kind of uh, get get them when you were in high school. Like, but were they pretty supportive of your your path? Uh, my mom was. My my mom's always had a bit of a a fun, energetic, uh, creative brain. So, yeah. so she she was always supporting whatever it was that I, that I wanted to do. Um, okay. My dad, being the mechanical engineer, it was a whole yeah. different world for him. It's not yeah, right. He, it's not what he was designed for. So he didn't get it, but he okay. did help. He loaned me uh, five hundred dollars for us to buy our very first van, which was Wayne, the uh, the orange van. Um, he lent me five hundred dollars. He didn't think he was ever going to see it back. All I knew is we were jumping in it and going. Uh, wow. February 2000, we were going off into the middle of the winter to do our very first tour. He didn't even understand what a tour was. And it was really funny. Actually, we had a, uh, we had like a send off party for all the parents. We didn't have a party for all of our friends. We had it for the parents because all the parents were really, that's they were very nervous. So, and it was yeah, a I bet, I bet. winter, but anyways, how, how old are you at that time? So, that first tour? Do, 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 do. well, that was 2000, uh, so I guess I'm like early, early twenties at that point. Okay. So, um, okay. so anyways, we go off and do this tour. My dad probably thinks that we're dead. Uh, he doesn't think there's any chance we're surviving this. And, uh, so we yeah. come back and then, um, and I hand him, I hand him those 500 bucks. He was like, where'd you get this? Shit. And I was like, from the tour, from the shows. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Like people paid you money to, to play. And I'm like, Right. Yeah, we we made money on this tour. Like, and he's like, "Wow, okay." And then I saw that's where it clicked. 
because his brain needs uh-huh. that to understand it. Like yeah, I could uh-huh. tell him we got to play in front of 200 people the first time we played in Edmonton. Uh, and, uh-huh. and he'd be like, oh, 200, that doesn't sound like very many, but you put a, a, a money value on it. Um, right. Meaning, hey, I just paid you this money. You let me back. And all of a sudden he gets it. So that was a huge turning point. And from there, he was very supportive. There's a great That's story. Cool. We'll just we'll, we'll just go with my dad for one last thing because it's really cute. Please, please. The very first show he ever came to see us play was yeah. um, in 2003, I think. So this is okay. four years after the band has started. Uh, he has not okay. seen a show yet. So he comes to the cool house to see us open for, I think, Taking Back Sunday or someone like that. So it was a really okay. it was a really big show, um, but it was also a really good time for us. So Toronto shows were really good for us then. And uh, so here's my dad comes to the show, and I didn't know if he came or not. But over the mic, I ask, "Hey, uh, want to know is my is my dad here?" And of course, the you know lots of people in the crowd are like, Arr! and I'm like, Shh, "No, right. I'm serious. You're not my dad. <laughs> Don't make a sound. Hey, is my dad here?" It's like crickets for a second, then all I hear is. Hey, and I see oh it. I'm God. like, oh no way! Put put the house lights on. Put the house lights on. That's and like, amazing. And there's my dad. You have never seen a man more proud of this oh, boy. than Clive Bridges was. Stand back. Oh there, man! With this like big smile, like waving. It was. Oh. It's a huge moment for me. But like. Oh man! Yeah, I won over the mechanical engineer. <laughs> this is beautiful. <laughs> this is beautiful, man. I'm loving these stories, Kenny, and. Um, yeah, man. So before your dad uh, just beautifully interrupted us, you were you were saying about kind of what right. led you to to have that. Yeah, I just have that inclination right. to, to to leave to money, stop to stop moaning. To yeah. yeah, to me, my heart just wasn't in it anymore. And okay. I okay. always I get that. I always said and and talked to the guys very openly is that um, I don't okay. want this to ever get to a point where we don't like each other or we don't enjoy right. what we're doing, and then it starts fizzling out because. We uh, we were very very aware of how lucky and how grateful we were towards yeah. all the experience that I didn't want to destroy that by holding on to something for longer than it should be. So, wow, that takes a lot, eh, to to, to get the, to this point and do something about it. Well, but yeah, you know okay. what? The, the funny thing is, is uh, I the thing that I wanted to avoid and which I was trying to break up the band, unfortunately, didn't happen because Chris and Eric both. Uh, um, they didn't want it to fully end. And I, and I completely respect that. But the weird thing was we never made any kind of an announcement. We didn't even, uh, unfortunately we didn't even make a hiatus announcement. So, but the thing that I was trying to avoid, which was just fizzling out and disappearing, uh, was happening. And it it was giving me quite a lot of, I don't know. It didn't make me feel good inside, to be honest. And there there was a while where I just, Monine didn't feel good to me because I, okay. But and I'm also I'm glad they didn't let me break up the band because I'm pretty stubborn and I think there's a good chance I never would have ever played another yeah. show again with Monine because yeah. to me it's like no yeah. it's done but here we go again the universe listening to my friends them telling me hey we don't really want to break up the band fully okay I respect okay. that uh, mm-hmm. fast forward years later now now we're at a point where, where anything that's fun to us we can yeah and and that's a great feeling. We just did anniversary shows over the last few years for yeah, man. records and the shows were incredible. Like that, that's the thing better than me. any shows yeah. we've ever done. Like us as the, a band too. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. funny how isn't that where you want to be? Eh? That's so special. We do. We're, yeah. we're in a very good spot yeah. where it's like, 
I, the thing I was scared about is that people would stop caring and, and maybe, maybe it was more that mm. I was afraid that I was going to stop caring. And so when I, when I got there, it yeah. freaked me out and that's why I decided to, I got to stop this, but turns out in the end mm. it works out perfect because we have no pressure of doing anything. We can just do whatever we want. So now you're doing it with a different lens. Um, yeah. Do you, do you, and I, and I like that. I like the fact that there's some age and, and lots of experience behind the thing now, different perspectives. Yeah, like you yeah, guys yeah. are all living like such interesting, unique lives. It's like, but, but it, it remains, it remains this thread. So like, it does, it's cool. You know, um, what do you think the future is for it? Like, do you, do you, where do you see it going right now in terms of we, how, how that works? We've been talking a lot lately about uh, writing new stuff amazing yeah so i think that's uh that's exciting i don't know what that means uh yeah but yeah we're talking and we're really excited about cool. a lot of it so because you know like I, that, that's the thing like there's there is no rules mm. there's guidelines in life you know yeah some are important to follow some are just choices but like there's no rules. industry tactics yeah. <laughs> get into it there's no rules <laughs> there's to this there's no, no rules there's to not. this there's not. You, the, the was the band we didn't we didn't put a, a formal um we're, we're we're calling it quits. We didn't put a hiatus. We didn't put any messaging out. We come back. We're stronger than ever. Yeah. Now we're like, <laughs> now we're looking at it from a different angle. It's like move, move, move forward in a, in a unique way. Yeah. I know. I think it, I think we could make a, I think we could make some pretty great Monine songs now. Well, wow. Who knows that? I mean, yeah, I, I'm not, uh, yeah. You're open to it. Yeah, exactly. That's the best way. Yeah. To it. Like I'm not saying no to yeah. anything. Wow. That's that's well, that, great. That's man. Not true. There's actually some things I would say no to. Yeah, yeah, and but you've been so like since then, you, like you've been seeing the industry from like yeah very different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. You you oh, found a, another way of doing it. How's that been for you? So I, basically, I, I started I started guitar teching for in between Monine tours because all, all I knew was touring. It's just it's all I've been doing since I was. 18 well before monine i started yeah. touring and uh you, you, I, I that actually, statement all i knew was touring and um yeah I, so you're you know, now you're in the you pandemic know, you know who the oh gosh yeah exactly yeah touring That's, does not exist yes right right okay but anyway we'll, we'll you, show you know, that emotion. you know the first uh the first person i started touring with was a uh uh, uh john mcdermott i don't know if you're familiar, oh shit but, yeah uh, and he crop dusts doesn't he he farts Pro- All pro- I know about probably <laughs> that's what you know about John McDermott. Yeah, that's all I know about John McDermott Flatulence? is that he farts behind musicians who aren't um, pulling it off the way just the way he likes it. Oh, I love that. As a band leader, true. I'm like, fuck, man, I gotta fart more. <laughs> that, that's, I do fart a lot. Very, very true. So my first uh, first experience touring was touring with these old 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 dudes mixed with a couple younger people. But anyway, so I've been touring wow. for a long time. So that's just to me, it's Sick. very natural and. So I started teching in between morning tours because I didn't want to go work a temp warehouse job. So yeah. I'll just keep, you know, doing sound, guitar teching, whatever, whatever kept me out there. And then when I decided to stop Monine, I had this kid, Jacob, uh, <laughs> new little, you know, bright shining light in my life that I didn't want to be away from anymore. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, spent about a year at home. Um, you know, just being a, you know, dad, being a stay home dad and just trying to just, you know, just do whatever. And yeah. I, I had a studio yeah. actually, I built a studio. So I started to do 
do that. I wanted to like help other bands record records. Oh, wow. And then just wow. out of nowhere, out of a, a favor, someone, uh, a band needed, I think it was Sheepdogs actually. Yeah. They needed a tech last minute. And this is right when their Rolling Stones thing started blowing up. Right. Uh, right. So they needed a tech last minute and they'd never had a tech before. And uh, so I was asked last minute, hey, can you come and do this thing? I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I went and helped them out and it was like, I hadn't done any teching for, for a little while. So it was like cool. And I hadn't really been around live shows for like a year other than going to watch them. Yeah. Uh, so next thing I knew I was like right in the mix and it was like this big fest kind of thing. And it was like, you know, shit was all haywire going crazy. But like, to me, it's just normal. Like uh, I don't get stressed by that kind of stuff because. Okay. Monique, you like that. energy. You well, like that. Yeah. Energy. We were breaking stuff yeah. constantly. I was having to troubleshoot and fix our own gear okay. while Monine was playing. Okay now okay wow in the side and and or, or be on the side just ready like so anyways uh from there it went really well then they they got out mm. i think the kings of leon tour some big arena tour and wow. they needed a tech and so they essentially like asked hey like i know you're not touring anymore but would you come out and just as like a, hey you know what this will be fun uh yeah decided to jump yeah. in the van with them on that and then Basically, wow. we just went for it. I was with the Sheepdogs for like three years. And then from there... Holy shit. I didn't realize it was that long, Kenny. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I spent a lot of time with those guys. But then w- between those tours, I started working with the Alexis guys again. I started oh, wow. working with Dallas and City and Color. I started working for... It just started growing. And it was just so natural for me. And you know what the crazy wow. thing was, Rich, is I didn't miss playing. I re- I thought it was going to miss I was gonna even more. And I yeah. didn't. I didn't. It was so fulfilling to me getting to see okay. other people and getting to, you know, be their backup, you know, and think yeah, of these things nice. ahead of time because the, the bands I work for, they, a lot of times, especially the punk rock bands, when things are falling over, like, yeah. I'm on yeah. top of it. I, I've been around yeah. that world for so long that it's so natural to me to see something fall and just be ready to go fix it. Cause I love Can that we, chaos. Have you done a lot of work on your ego, whether you know it or not? Like, it seems like you have my like, ego to, just to, just, yeah, because you're you're you know you're you're a front man <laughs> in a band, and I just think like it's in, it's it's interesting as we age. I just think there's something there that's that's really beautiful is this shedding of ego. Is like the fact that you said I I, I didn't really miss playing. You don't. I mean, yeah. You, you you know you're not now in this new role. You wouldn't be like front center stage. It's like you're. You're right. on the side oh. of the stage, but you're still fulfilled by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. different angle. I don't know. Yeah, I, I. It's funny because like a lot of friends that I that I played music with and just toured with for a long time, when they found mm-hmm. out that I was teching again, uh, mm-hmm. um, asked that same kind of thing. They're like, "Don't you miss being out there?" Like, um, I, yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't. I really, I don't. I'm big, I just feel great about being there for other people uh nice but there's nice. there's times there, there, there's times um there's times now like i like more recent in the last few years i've i've missed okay. playing more than ever yeah man uh, it hits you doesn't it yeah yeah, yeah, it, yeah does. it does it really does and now yeah. like especially is now during when i can't even um like uh easily just go jam with my friends uh mm-hmm. that's when you miss it that's when you really miss it more than ever you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, well, this this has really put it all into perspective yeah. for us as to how important it was in our lives, right? To not have it. Hey, can I ask you a uh, uh, a COVID question, uh, just about your experience? Um, yeah. Did you find early on, like uh, you know, basically a year ago, 
Did you mm-hmm. find you got hit with a really artistic, creative slump? Slump? Yeah. Like, did you find um, just creativity just got uh, knocked down quite a bit? Yeah. I think the whole mental health, the whole, like, looking at it and just saying, like, you know, I've been... And and it comes from a place of privilege to be even having these conversations. So I acknowledge that too, yeah, right? It's I, like I do as well. Yeah, you know, it's like, but it's like I, I I did a lot of time thinking about like what kind of art is going to come out of this era, and 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 seeing everyone and their dog live streaming, and I just didn't have it in me to 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 go live because I was kind of a mess. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. lately I've been coming out of that shell more. Me and, too, and, and that feels good. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like me and you had a. Uh, just going by what you just said there, it sounds like we had a bit of the same journey because it really, uh, it really was hard to create. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and, it, and you know what, and you know what made me feel real good is in the summertime, um, mm-hmm. starting to see and hear about bands working on records again or mm-hmm. writing made me feel good. I wasn't, I wasn't personally there, yeah. but it was good. It made me feel good knowing that other people were nice. Uh, there you go again. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of like <laughs> self selflessness coming out here, um, which well, I'm really I, you know, I, I do. inspired I, by. I, I care about people a lot. And, uh, yeah. and I think that that's, that was a big thing with, with this whole last year it was just, I, uh, unfortunately, yeah. um, wasn't putting myself ahead as much as maybe I okay. could have, or maybe should have at times, but, um, to me, yeah, there, you, was, you, there was you, a few people in my can't. life I needed to. Yeah, man. Care of. Yeah. 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 I get it. Um, it's heavy, but Um, the most uh, inspired fired up these days than fucking a that's good. That's good. uh, See, like I said, I'm moving, I'm moving out West for a little while. Uh, My girl are going out to uh, Calgary, which is where she's from. um, Okay. To uh, just ride out the rest of this vid. It's just expensive to live out here. Yeah. uh, So yeah. Right. Right. A house in Calgary. The kids are going to come and they're just going to spend. Oh, fucking amazing. Honestly, it's best case scenario for, for this. That's beautiful. That's right beautiful. Now. And yeah. the space where I'm, I can set up my recording gear again. I can Shit, set up man. drums. I can record all the yeah. songs yeah. that had stuck in my freaking yeah. head for so long. Yeah. Now. So you would do it. You'll do it in a different way. Yeah. So if if you are talking about songwriting and all of that again, it's like, yeah, man. Oh, like, I can't wait. Yeah. And and that's what's I I'm I'm most in, in inspired by these days is the collaborations that I have managed to etch out over the last year have been different, right? They've been maybe not sounding the best. Yeah. But right, it's like right. there's a there's a there's a there's a time and place that we're living in right now. And that's special too. Right. So yeah, exactly. no, I'm happy to hear that, man. That's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. It's really exciting. I've like been waiting to just do stuff for a long time now. So. And dude, do you remember I was stuck in Ottawa? So this would be around what the fuck time what was I doing those arrangements? Okay. I was you? hoping I was going to, I was going to drop I, this. I just listened I back to all of your catalog today. I'm like, Oh shit, there it is. Yeah. yeah. That was, was that? Uh, 2000. And we would have been working on that probably winter of 2009, I think shit yeah that's right yeah that's, that's surreal man it's it's beautiful i i oh i love I, that's my that's one of my favorite collaborations i got to do was those strings i cherish that time man it was just a weird time and, and listening back on it i was like you listen back with with different ears right a little groggier ears yeah it's like oh fuck i would have done that maybe differently or but it sounds so beautiful yeah I'm you, like, you know what's so funny and that's one of the first things i thought of when you hit me up about this podcast i was like oh we, yeah we've talked about it but like we I don't know if I ever got a chance to really tell you about some of the like tracking that those parts and like working oh, through that oh. was so cool. 
it was like oh, such far, a, I, I forget because i was in ottawa yeah, yeah 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 i remember that's right yeah you you weren't i would have loved to have been there yeah the musical director helped oh you know, but oh, man fuck. yeah i, I could have used you but you know what that <laughs> you know what that experience taught me it taught yeah. me how to uh read music a little bit in a pinch cool because it got cool. to a point okay. where like these musicians were kind of look and i you know there was a couple times if um yeah, uh, that they were doing something out there, right? And I'm like, yeah. at first I was like, I'm just gonna let them do their thing, but then I realized, yeah. like, no, yeah, I think they need a bit of guidance here. So yeah, 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 really yeah. That whole I, I knew you. See, listening back, I'm like, you had your touch on that. Yeah, I yeah, knew yeah. That, listening it was, to it, it okay. was an awesome experience. Like getting to work with you ahead of time as you're arranging yeah. and you're starting to send me parts, and I'm starting, I'm hearing these layers coming, and all this like atmosphere happen in these like songs that were essentially like acoustic songs, um, right. you know, and then, uh, right. and then to take our experience and collaborate together, because I was really, I have a hard time uh, in certain situations. I can really tell someone what I'm thinking, if it's my idea yeah. and I can really yeah. get all the way behind it. But if it's someone yeah. else's, I like to tread lightly and I don't want to offend someone. I, and I just, mm -hmm. so I remember in that experience, I was like, Oh, I'm hearing things. I'm getting real stoked, but I don't know when it comes to a person like, like you, like writing music, like sheet music, mm -hmm. and with mm -hmm. all these different layers and ideas happening at the same time in your brain. I'm like, I don't want to come in and be like, hey, I'm a guitar player. Like, what about this and this? But me and you mm -hmm. really bounced back and forth. And yeah, yeah, uh, it was really, yeah, man, I, experience. I forgot about all of that. Like, it's, it's, it was just nice to hear it again. And, and you know, like, well, I probably um, freaked you out because I remember I figured out how to take your sheet music, uh, turn it back into MIDI, and then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I heard something weird, fuck around with it. But then I realized, I'm like, oh, no, that's that's probably not easy for you. Because what the fuck did I just do? I just fucked around with your, your arrangement? Like, that's no, like no, no, dropping no, that's... all over your stuff? Like, I mean, and the more we get into this era that we're in now, it's like all of these collaborations happen in such unique ways. I I, I value that, man, that, that that time that we got to do that yeah, together. That's yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it was great. Let's, um, let, let's play one of those tunes. Do you remember any of the... the yeah, you what, know which what? Which I, you know what? I let's say, let let's go with the song "The Way." I think it's yeah, called nice. "The Way." I think it's, yeah, good. Uh, yeah, and this is from uh, the world. Yeah, the world I want to. I want to leave behind. Yeah, yeah I think nice. the I think it's a tough one. This one or waterfalls is I really think are two of the most beautiful songs. Oh yeah, those right. are both ones that you you did. But let's let's do the way because I remember me and you really worked a okay. lot on that one, and it's pretty special. To me. All right, man. Well, this is our time, so. Um... We'll, we'll come back right after this with a with a quick wrap up. Okay. We'll do like a rifle round because I I I I've got so many more questions to ask for you. Yeah, let's do it. Thing that might fail. 
And man, thank you again for uh, for involving me in that in that context. It was really cool to uh, to do that with you. Oh man, you made like a, a little musician's dreams come true. So rifle round, let's go real quick. Okay. Um, what have you? What 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 has annoyed you the most from? Uh, no 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 no. <laughs> what have you enjoyed the most? Fuck, let's not get negative here. Oh. What have you enjoyed the most about making music? Oh, about making music. Uh, or just from the industry in general, like what, what, what still excites you about the whole thing? Yeah. You know what? I, th- I think what, what music has given me that I'm the, I cherish the most um, outside of what I've talked about earlier with friendship and those mm-hmm. connections is just, it gives me a bit of a shield. Like I, I'm not the most confident person in, in the world oh. and never have been, but you put me on a, on a stage with my pals and, and I can mm-hmm. guarantee a hundred percent that something something really good's going to happen. Like I just have, awesome. I feel it in my, I just put me on there. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. No problem. Put me, yeah. put me in like 
put me in a grocery store and tell me to pick dinner for like, I'm on the ground crying. Like, I don't, I don't know, but like, <laughs> yeah, I can, perform. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Superpower. Isn't it? It's it a feels superpower. Like, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's the magic of it all. Thinking. If you can go and just turn your brain off and just do. Yep. It's, it's magic. It's pure magic. That's nice, man. It's really, it warms the heart to, to hear you reminisce about all of it. And thanks for making time, Kenny. This is oh, man. really special. Rich, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Like, I really cherish these moments to uh, get to walk down memory lane. These are real, right real, me too. real important days, and I love sharing them with friends. And Well, take care of yourself, man. I wish you well yeah. as you go out west. Yeah, and, thanks uh, so much. It's going to be a cool little adventure for a while, and then hopefully when things get a little bit back normal, uh, we'll come back and find where, where home's going to be back out here. Who knows? Sounds good, brother. All right, man. Love you, Rich. Love you too. All the best. Okay, dude. Take care. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. That was episode 113. Thanks again, Kenny, for making time for the industry tactics community. And uh, please be in touch. Let us know what you're thinking about these interviews. Always great to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Industry Tactics. We're on Facebook at Industry Tactics. And I'm on Instagram at Friendly Rich. And you can learn more about Monin and their work at monin.ca. So we'll see you again next Monday for another great episode of Industry Tactics. Take good care, everybody. And, And if you're eligible right now, go out and do the thing. Get the jibba jabba. Bye for now.